Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Tolibas ketotala kamalo rapatata brandala baba brondi brele fill us with your spirit fill us with your spirit fill us with your spirit in the name of Jesus in the name as you speak to us fill us with your spirit in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus lift your hands let us pray father thanks for this wonderful opportunity to Hear your word. Speak to us. Transform us. Change our lives. In the name of Jesus. Through your word. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. I humble myself before you. I say use me to your glory. In Jesus mighty name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. Well it's good to see everybody this Sunday. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, hi neighbor. You are sitting by me. I want you to tell you, if your neighbor is on the phone, stop your neighbor from being on the phone. Tell your neighbor it's time for God's word. So stop WhatsApping. Stop Facebooking. Tell your neighbor this our pastor when he's preaching and you are Facebooking he can see you. And it's rude. Apart from that, say, tell your neighbor, apart from that, I am also watching you. Yeah. Don't let me catch you using your doing WhatsApp during the preaching. Yeah. Because I know this pastor, he will come and take your phone away from you. Now, back to what I was saying. Now, tell your neighbor properly. My neighbor, I am a very important person. So, you are blessed to be sitting by me. To show you that I'm an important person. Here is a hundred rands for your lunch. I'm giving you a hundred rands for your lunch. Wow. How many of you are really sitting by important people? By hundred rands. By I mean they could give you a hundred rands to show that. All right, wonderful. Put your hands together for a beautiful church. A beautiful church. I believe that we have entered into a very good month. And God has something absolutely wonderful for us. Bible says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was void and it, and it was dark. Bible says the spirit of the Lord moved upon the waters and the Lord said, let there be light. 
This scripture is describing somebody here. Currently, your life is void. There is darkness. There is confusion. But God told me to tell you, he's speaking into your life and there will be light in your life. Hallelujah. So if you have been struggling January, February, March, April, well, welcome into your month. Because this is your month of breakthrough. Yeah, this is your month of breakthrough. May is your month of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Something great will happen to you. If you believe it, say your loudest amen. Yeah, so I, be, I feel it. I believe it so much that something, God is going to surprise people. Yeah, God is going to surprise so many of us in the month of May. So believe it and walk in faith. Amen. Great. It's wonderful to have Spume here all the way from Pretoria. Those of you who don't know Spume, this is Spume. <laughs> All right. Wow. Who else is here from? You are here from? In Bali. Which of you is in Bali? I'm expecting an in Bali. No, not you. Okay. That's you. Oh, oh please give us a wave. That's also in Bali. <laughs> She's from our church in Johannesburg, Benoni, Johannesburg. And she's worshiping with us today. In the days to come. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Great, great, great. Who else have not acknowledged? Wayne, you have cut your hair. You look different. That's great. Okay. Please, if you are here, I have not acknowledged you. Accept my apologies in advance. I'm short-sighted, so I can't see that far. Abuaji, it's good to see you. I have not seen you in like forever. My man. Wow. Great. Turn your Bibles with me to Revelations chapter number 3. Let's preach the word of God. Can I take off my jacket today? Frisky. So good. Revelations chapter number three. We are looking for verse number seven. The Bible says, "This to the angel of Philadelphia or the church of Philadelphia." Right. I see somebody going to Philadelphia. I say, I see somebody going to Philadelphia miraculous you don't know how it will happen but you will go to philly when we call you and we say where are you you say i'm in philly no you you won't say i'm in philadelphia you say i'm in philly amen you are in where philly yeah yeah you are in philly when you are here you say philadelphia but when you get there you say philly it's it's like new jersey when you are here you say new jersey but when you get to New Jersey, you say Jersey. If you are here, you say Las Vegas. But when you are in Vegas, you say Vegas. Yes, that's, a, that's how come we know where you have been in. Yeah. <laughs> say amen. amen. But it says to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, right? These things say he that is holy, he that is true, he that had the key of David. He that openeth and no man shutteth. And he that shutteth and no man openeth. God is opening a door before you that no man can shut. I know your works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. 
for, for thou hast little strength, but hast kept my word and hath not denied my name. Hallelujah. Here ends our reading for today. The Bible says that God, God is the one speaking, Jesus. So the Bible qualifies who is saying what he's saying. This one is not Pastor Daniel who's saying it. But the one that is holy, the one that is true, and the one that has the key of David. And that guy, when he opens a door, nobody can shut it. When he shuts a door, nobody can open it. And he says, behold... I have set before you an open door. Today I'm preaching to you how to identify an open door. Because you are walking into an open door in this month. How to identify an open door. The Bible says, Jesus is saying that I have set before you an open door. What is an open door? An open door is what we call an opportunity. An opportunity. We used to say, we were told when we were young that opportunities come but once. Were you told? Opportunities come but once. Yeah. Prophet Kakra said, an opportunity of a lifetime must be taken within the lifetime of the opportunity. So an open door is an opportunity. It's a chance to do something. When the God is saying that I have set before you an open door, it means God is giving you an opportunity to do something. An opportunity to be blessed. An opportunity to improve on your life. An opportunity for something good to happen to you. Hallelujah. Now, a door in itself is not the blessing that you are looking for. It's a chance to enter into the blessing God wants to give you. I said a door is not a blessing in itself, but it's an opportunity to walk into the blessing God is. It's like if you come here, the blessing of this place is in the church. But the first thing you meet is the door. Now, when you meet the door and say, wow, I have made it. So you stand by the door. Although an opportunity has been presented to you, the blessing will be denied you. That door is just preventing you, it's presenting to you a chance to come into the place of blessing. I see you coming into a place of blessing. Let's say like this guy, What's his name? Just eyes. Come. Just this guy has a beloved. Do you get it? Stand here. Just have your muscles. Is he using electricity or his battery or solar powered? Solar. Okay. Keep it where it is. Now, this guy has chosen this girl as a beloved. Okay. Now, I hear he told her that there are seven billion people in the world, but you are the one I love the most. 
out of the 7 billion people in the world. Wow. wow. Those of you who were told, I'll buy you in Pocotto, and then you just fell down. There are nicer things you can be told. Now, this girl, in this opportunity to be beloved with this girl is, is not the blessing in itself, but it's a chance to have a better life in the future. That is actually the blessing. It's not just boys, girls. You see dogs moving around, male dog, female dog moving around. It's not necessarily a, a breakthrough, but the breakthrough is when he enters into this opportunity and leads it into marriage. And they have a beautiful marriage together. Then the full blessing of what God wanted to give to him by presenting this girl to him will be fully known. That's actually the blessing. Some of you are busy eating the door. Some of you are busy eating the door instead of letting the door guide you into where God is taking you. So you are chewing the wood. That this, I mean, if, if, if my son just told me, I mean, it was my son's birthday a few days ago, then he told me somebody blessed him with a hundred rands. And the hundred rands itself is not the real, it's just an entry point. But what the hundred rands will do is the blessing. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, I'm set before you and open door. Another thing you need to know about a door is that the size of a door doesn't, doesn't necessarily reveal the size of the room you are entering. I say it again. The size of the door. Sometimes the door is small. So you may think the room is small. But it may not be the case. It may not be the case. Sometimes you say, oh, the, 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 door, the door is big, so the room must be big. No, the door to this church is this small door. The door to your garage is bigger than this door. But your garage is smaller than this church. Your garage is smaller than this church. Sometimes opportunities are just by us. They don't look so grand. They don't look so big. They don't look so elegant. So we just look at it and say, oh, this is not any great, any great anything. As one man said, it's not any great anything. But behind the door, behind the door, it's a big room. Even the type of door does not reveal what is behind the door. The type of door does not reveal what is behind. Sometimes the door looks funny. Sometimes even the door doesn't look like a door. A pastor told us of a, 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 a story. I mean, he was in Switzerland sometime and they were standing at a bus stop. As they were at the bus stop waiting for a bus and they were chatting, immediately police cars came, pinny, 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 and they cleared all the people from the bus stop. To their surprise, the bus stop and the wall, you know, the bus stop is just at the like on the wall, then the street is the wall that was behind them, it just opened like that and then these trucks that they used to move money, you know that the World Bank is in Switzerland, right? 
these trucks that they used to move money, they just drove into, I mean, behind the wall was a, a big complex. And then the truck just drove in. High speed. No, nobody stops. High speed. Shim, 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 shim. Then they just entered. Then the wall shut again. Then it became a bastard. When you appear, you see a bastard. But it's actually a door into a good life. Yeah. Millions of dollars just moved into the place. But when you see it, you just see some, oh, it's a wall. What am I going to do with the wall? What am I going to do with the wall? It doesn't look so powerful, but behind it is millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Being in this church is an open door. I said being in this church is an open door. It's a door that goes into your blessing. But when you look at it, it doesn't look so powerful. Like look at a pastor. He can't even keep his jacket on. Five minutes he has taken it off. This, I mean, what type of church is... Look, it's a door into a blessing. It's a door into a blessing. Now, many people are by doors. I see this happens to a lot of brothers. Sometimes they are by very good girls, but they can't see. They can't see. I said that sometimes the way the door is, sometimes the door is even disguised so that you can't see it. Because if everybody could see it, it would not be that available. The door is disguised in a way. So when you see it, you can't see. Is this? Oh, no, no, it's not. But you will be surprised that that's the door into your breakthrough. Many, many guys, when they have to choose somebody to marry, you will see they'll be looking for a mystery. Do you know what a mystery is? A mystery is a mystery. Something that we don't know. When, when, you, when, when you tell them that, how about this sister? So, she's like my sister. How about this, this, this one? Oh, she's my, she's my friend. One day, I, I was sitting with a lady, and I said to her that, this brother will be a good guy. This is about six years ago. I said, this brother will be a good guy. She said to me, oh, it can't work. I said, why can't it work? She said to me, oh, he's my friend. I said, what do you mean? Do you want to marry your enemy? Do you want to marry your enemy or what? No, she's my friend. She's your friend. Up to today, the girl is still not married. May you not miss an opportunity. Reason why people miss opportunities is because they don't they are not able to recognize opportunities. Sometimes somebody you meet is an opportunity. Yeah, meeting Bishop Daggyward Mills is it was an opportunity of a lifetime for me. Through that meeting, I am here today as a missionary. Yeah, pastoring you. Through that meeting. For some of you, meeting me is a door into it's a door for you. You need to recognize it, and then so since we are not able to recognize doors, I want to expose to you perhaps if time will allow me, maybe three doors that God brings into your life. And these doors are designed such that they will bring you into your blessing. Now, you even let's look at door number one. 
Door number one. Door number one. 1 Corinthians chapter 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Paul is speaking. He's finishing his first letter to the church of Corinth. And he's signing off and he says to them, verse 8, he says, But I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost. Why? Verse 9 says, For a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Yeah, that's it. 16.9. For a great door and effectual is open unto me, but there are many adversaries. Now, the first door that God brings into your life to help you to get into your blessing. Remember, Jesus said, I, I set before you an open door. So, one of the first doors that God opens for you so that by going through that door, you will step into your place of blessing is called the door of service. The door of... If you have the New Living Translation, put it up there, let's read it. It's called the door of service. Look, God wants to bless all. There's nobody. God doesn't want to bless you more than he wants to bless your neighbor. He wants to bless everybody in the church. Now, how does he choose who to bless? He opens a door. Then when you go through that door, then you go into the blessing. And the first door he opens for you as a Christian is a door to serve. Your blessing is linked with your service. I say your blessing is linked with your service. A door to God gives you an opportunity to serve. I am standing where I'm standing because of my service to the church. Yeah, because of my service to the church. I've been serving this church since 1996. Yeah, because of my service. That's why I'm standing where I'm standing. You can speak more tongues, tongues than I speak. You can quote more scriptures than I quote. You can, I don't know what you can do, but you can do anything that you can do than I do. Until you serve more than I serve, you can't have my position. It's, it's that simple. I am here because of my, I've been, since, as a student, high school graduate, then university, then life, then husband, father, still serving. Paul said, New Living, did you find a new, who has New Living's translation? What does it say? Read it in English in the microphone. A door to serve, to do something, is your door into a blessing. Yeah, read it, read it. But I will stay on at Ephesus. I will stay on at Ephesus, verse 9. Because a great door for effective work has A great door for effective work. Is what? Open. A great door for effective work. I said, as you serve, God brings you into your, into, your, into your blessing. God brings you into your promotion. God brings you into your breakthrough. As you say, say a great door for effective service or work is open. So as we, you, you, you should, you should, I don't want anybody in the church to live a life that is not blessed. That's why I'm preaching this message to you. And the key into the blessing is you serving. Rising up to serve. Rising up to do something in the house of the Lord. Yeah. As you do, as we do, basentes, centers, as you join and you serve, God brings you into your blessing. 
just brings you into your promotion because it's the, the door is the opportunity. Then when you enter, you come, wow, place of blessing. Place of blessing. Many people are in the church who don't serve. Don't serve. Don't do anything. When we come out of it and we start to serve, contribute a little to the church, you will see you begin to come into your place of blessing. Serve in the choir. Anytime you get an opportunity to sing in the choir, God is actually drawing you to the place where you will be blessed. He's just drawing you to the place where you will be blessed. It's like, oh, I'll come today. I won't come tomorrow. I won't come. Sometimes it can come for rehearsal Saturday. Then Sunday you don't appear. Sometimes, instead of coming for rehearsal on Saturday so that you can sing on Sunday, Sunday, you don't come for rehearsal, then you appear on Sunday. You want to sing whilst you don't know the song. Do you think that we enjoy poor service delivery? So, but I have a nice voice already. Nice voice. Sing the song that we are expecting you to sing in the way we want you to sing. You must come and rehearse. We should take poor service. In this election, we will change poor service delivery. At least we don't have power anywhere. We have power in the choir. Yeah. Yes. Look, as you, today we are supposed to have film stars. I came to see them here rehearsing yesterday. Today, no show. No show. Poor service delivery. Yet we want to have a blessing. Poor service delivery. May you begin to serve in the house of the Lord so that you will come into your place of blessing. In Luke chapter 1, we look at a guy called Zechariah. Or Zachariah. I think that guy is Zachariah. Is that not so? Zachariah. No, one is Zachariah and then the other one is Zechariah. Zechariah is the book. Zachariah is the person. Good. Okay. Zachariah and his wife, Elizabeth. This man, Zachariah, he was, a pri- he was a priest. And he was married to a lady called Elizabeth. Now, Elizabeth was barren. She could not have children. And then both of them were also very old. Two things that prevent you from having children. Barrenness and old age. As you grow, you, you see that children is not an easy thing to have. Yeah, so we advise people when you marry, try and do the do quickly so that we can have the children in the house quickly. Because when you turn like 40, then it becomes critical. When you are pregnant, we are always believing God. So the Bible says they had no child. They had a problem. Many of us let our problems prevent us from serving. Many of us let our problems prevent us from doing anything for God. Oh, because I'm looking for a job. Oh, I'm broke. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, so we don't. I'm busy. I'm in school. Sometimes you surprise me like you are the first people to go to school. we've gone to school many years ago. We went to school when school was difficult. You are going to school when school is easy. There's Google for everything. You are allowed to use calculators in school. We were never allowed to use calculators until we we were writing matric. Everything you calculate with your head. 
Yeah, they give you sigma fx over sigma f. You use your head. Division, multiplication, decimals, all of them, you use your head. Any type of um, maths, arithmetic, you use your head. You are going to school, you use calculator, you use internet, you use Google to Anything you don't know, you just Google it. They give you formulas. We had to choose periodic table. What you have as a period. You don't even know what periodic table is. You chew it into your head. You have to know it. Sure. Now school that you are going in a time that you are internet aided school. Internet aided school. Every day I'm, I'm in school. I'm writing. Even with all the aid they give you. Your pass rate is not that great. Elizabeth and Zachariah, they had a problem. They did not have a child. One of the most painful issues in a marriage is when you have been married for some time and there's no child. It's not an easy thing at all. And they had no child. But the Bible says that. And it came to pass, verse 7, as he executed his priest office, as, the, as his order of custom was, according to the custom of the priest office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude were praying without in the time of incense. This same guy who had a problem, his wife cannot have a child. The Bible says he was just executing his duties. He was just doing his job in the temple. He was just working. Just serving in the temple. Bible says it was his time. Give us New Living Translate. This one, the words are very thick. You don't even understand what they are. He was what? He was on duty that week. Verse, verse 9 says what? Verse 8 says what? One day Zachariah was serving God in the temple. Let's even stop there. He was serving God where? In the temple. Those of you claim you serve God at home. This is not the service I'm talking about. I'm serving God at home. I'm using one gold to serve God. No. He said he was serving God in the temple, in the church. So he was coming for ashes. They were sweeping the church. In the church. In not anywhere in the temple. Then what happened? He was on duty that week. That week, it was his time to clean the toilet. So he was cleaning the toilet in the church. He was sweeping the church that day. He was on duty. Next one. As was the custom of the priests, he was chosen by Lord to enter the sanctuary of the Lord. He was chosen. You have been chosen to play the drums or you have been chosen to do this. You have been chosen to run this bar center. He was doing it. Then what happened? Whilst the incense was being burned. Whilst the incense was being burned. A great crowd stood outside There praying. was a crowd outside. Verse 11. Look at what happens in verse 11. Whilst Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared. Whilst he was in the sanctuary, the, an angel of the Lord appeared. One of these days, as you are serving God, an angel will appear to you. I know you have problems. I know you have financial issues. I know you have issues with children. You have this. But one day as you are serving God, the angel of the Lord will appear unto you. The angel of the Lord will appear unto you. 
From today, they've never accepted that I can be in the church and not serve. Hey, Pastor, what? Some of you have cars. We have. We need cars to do church work. Cars, cars, cars. People who own cars. That so Sunday morning, you will come with your car to help somebody to move their people from the bus center to the church. Yeah. You. Everybody can do something. Everybody. Look, 26th of this month, we are having our great invitation service. Now, this great invitation is just us here. It's not every UKZ10. Um, no, it's just us here in Apache. We are having our great invitation service. One church member, three, three visitors. One church member is to invite three people to church. Three people to church. It's your opportunity to serve. It's your door into your breakthrough. Amen. I say it's your opportunity to serve. It's your door into your breakthrough. Amen. Some people just say, uh, okay, this is for the children. Who are the children? Show me the children. And by the way, how old are you? 72? How old was Noah? How old is God? This is so when we come to the church and we start to use, okay, my qualification, my age, my money, my, my this, my color, my I'm black, I'm blue, I'm red, I'm yellow. Look, when it comes, the Bible says in Christ there's neither Jew nor Gentile. Jew nor Greek, right? Yeah, Jew nor Greek. When it comes to Christ, we are all the same. That's why we don't separate, like, okay. 14 to 16 be here. 18 to 20. 24 to 25. Hear this message. This message is... That's why the Bible, there's no higher grade. No, it's the same Bible for everybody. Yeah. For everybody. For everybody. My time is finishing too quickly. In this particular service, look, guys... Let's rise up. Everybody is your door to say. It's an opportunity for you to give a service. A service. A service that will bring you into your blessing. The Bible talks about Rebecca quickly. Now, Abraham had a son called Isaac. And he sent one of his servants called Eliezer to go and find a wife for his son. Now, a, there was a girl called Rebecca. Now, this Rebecca, she, was, she had just gone to the well to fetch water. Then she met a guy who was coming with a lot of cattle. Then the guy asked for water. They said, oh, why not? I'll serve you. Then she fetched water for the guy. Then she fetched water for the guy's camels. Save them! The guy looked at, as she was serving, the guy looked at the girl. She said, wow, what a girl that knows how to serve. And when you have been sent to go and look for a wife, serving is one of the things you look for. So those of you girls who don't know how to serve, you are going to bring us problems when we marry you off to people. Because every day your husband will be here complaining. About your poor service delivery. Yeah, poor, very poor. There are some ladies when they serve, you don't want to eat. This is one reason why I don't eat at it's not everywhere I go that I eat. Because I don't want to, after you have finished the serving, then I can't eat. Then I, I look somewhere. So don't make any food. Then we don't even have to encounter that issue at all. 
Yeah. You can bring the food. No cutlery. No cutlery. You have brought the food and you have gone. No cutlery. How do we eat? We take the rice and we drink it. When we ask, he said we should manage it. Look, let's not talk about serving at home today. We don't have time. But Rebecca served nice. Sisters, learn how to cook and learn how to serve. Learn how to cook. That's the first thing because if you have not cooked nicely and you serve nicely, it will come back to the same thing. So learn how to cook first so that your food is nice. The food is nice. Then learn how to serve. Yeah. Some of you can serve. No smile on your face. It's like you are, you are serving a prison sentence. No smile on your face. You have a frown. And you are bringing the food. Frown. Serving with a frown. The tray is dirty and the food is on it. The tray itself. It was used last week. And some pap fell on the thing. And then it has stuck on the thing. It has become a rock on the tray. Cannot, cannot be removed. It's like Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. Then you are bringing it. Hey. Learn, I said, tell the nearest sister by you. Learn to serve. Learn to serve. Learn to serve. Look, those of you that your husbands are not here, they must come and clap for me. They must come. I, you must work at home. When they see you, they say, wow, where did you learn this from? Because I know your mother did not teach you this. Where did you learn it from? Then you say, my pastor taught me. Then they will come on Sunday and come and clap for the pastor. I say, pastor, you are a good pastor. Yeah. Yeah. If you are a wife in the church, and your husband doesn't say good things about me, it's your fault. Yeah, it's a sign that you don't listen to the preaching. Yeah, it's a sign. Because if you were listening to the preaching, your husband must be excited by another. Wow, some magic is happening to my wife. Something, I have to find out where she's getting all these ideas from. Hmm? So when I don't, your husband is not calling me to say, look, pastor, I really want to thank you. I know that it's your fault. You are not doing a good job. Now I know. Now I know why your husband has never called me. I know. Those whose husbands are in the church, they are moving as though they are free. Now I know why when your husband sees me in church, he doesn't smile that much. I know. Because poor service delivery. Poor. But Rebecca served nicely. When Rebecca finished serving, Eliezer said, wow, what a service. He said to her, look, let's go to your house. I want to meet your parents. So he went home with her. Then he saw the parents and he said to the parents, look, my master is Abraham. Have you heard of Abraham? The man said, yes, he's my cousin. Yes, he sent me to come and find a wife for his son Isaac. His son is very rich. So I should find. But when I 
came to the town, I saw the way your daughter Rebecca was serving. I said, my, 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 I can't look any further. If Rebecca cannot be a good wife, then there's no good wife in this city. The next time we heard of Rebecca, she was married. May the next time we hear of you, may you be in a breakthrough. May you be in a breakthrough. If you will serve. If you will serve in the temple. Do something in the temple. Serve. Number two. Second door. Second door. A door of utterance. A door of utterance. Colossians chapter 4 verse 3. Colossians chapter 4 verse number 3. It says, with all praying for us, right? Yeah, with all praying for us, that God will open a door of utterance unto us to speak the mysteries of God, which also, for which also I'm in bonds. An opportunity to speak. A door to speak. He said, God open. God wants to bless you. He will give you an opportunity to speak. Some of you don't speak at your workplace. That's why you have not been promoted. You don't speak. You don't speak. That's why you have not been promoted. They don't know that you can talk. I don't know why our African custom teaches that when you are quiet, it means that you are very humble. When you are quiet, it means you are humble. I respect people who can talk. They can say clearly what they want to say. You know how to work with them. They speak. Some of us talk at the workplace that only gossip. You talk about the boss. Have you seen the boss? You see the shoe that is wearing is crocodile, crocodile, crocodile leather that was used. Crocodile skin shoe. Yesterday he was wearing leopard. And last week he was wearing snake. Is into wildlife. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, when you go to a meeting and they ask a question in the meeting, instead of getting up and speaking and articulating your point clearly, so that the people can see that ah, this girl she's very intelligent. You are sitting there deaf, deaf and dumb. Yeah, it's like you need healing. From the spirit of death and dampness. So as you are sitting there, pool, like there's water in your mouth. Two hours meeting, you won't even make one comment. When I call people for meeting, I told them, if you can't talk, you can't lead. So if you know you can't talk, this is not the meeting for you. Just go and wait outside. Wait in the general congregation. Listen to podcasts. When you are listening to podcasts, you don't have to talk. You just listen. It's like you are sitting at the meeting. Like there's water in your mouth. If you open your mouth, something will come out. But when you are in the meeting, you talk. Then they notice, wow, okay. She knows something. She knows something. You talk again. By the time you realize, next time they are looking for somebody, they say, oh, do you see that guy? The one who was speaking at that meeting the other day. Yeah. That one. It's even better to get up and say the wrong thing and let your boss correct you than to say nothing at all. Hey, Pastor, what if I get up and I'll say, I'll say that wrong. Look, do you know that in school, people who when the 
lecturer is teaching or the teacher is teaching, they answer questions. They ask a question, then they will answer. They ask five minutes and I'm done. Make sure that I'm done in five minutes. They ask a question, then they leave there and they answer. Usually when you write exams, they are failing. The, le- the lecturer can't allow them to fail. But you, you are not known. You are, the lecturer doesn't even know that you are in his class. See her name, Gugulu Tu Baba. Gugulu Tu Baba. And you are failing. He'll just help you to fail. He has never seen your name before. He reads the first two sentences the way the English words are colliding. It's like the, the words have been in the big bang and the boom, explosion. So, hey! It's just a waste of time. <laughs> just fail you. But if you have been speaking in the class, answering questions, the lecturer knows your ability. So, maybe the lecturer will be thinking that, ah, Maybe she didn't understand this question. That's why she should do something. But you have decided, what if I get up and I'm wrong? You are not God, so you can be wrong. I say you are not God, so you can be wrong. So when you get up, you are wrong. The lecturer said, no, that's not the answer. This is the answer. Look, I went to school with a guy. He used to answer all the questions. Then, one day, we were at a lecture when they, let, they called him to answer a question. And he was clueless. As he stood there, the lecturer said, let's say, like, give me a local name. I don't want to use the names because you know where the messages go. Siabonga, tell me the answer. Tell me the answer is five. And then Siabonga said five. Then he said, clap for him. I, I say it again. I say it again. I, when he got up, he did, either he wasn't listening or somebody, he didn't know what the answer was. And the lecturer was convinced that if nobody knows the answer, as for this guy, he knows the answer. Siabonga will know the answer. Siabonga, tell me the answer. Siabonga was standing there. Tell me the, Siabonga, tell me the answer is five. He said, five. Clap for Siabonga. Because he knows you. But you don't speak. And then you bring that spirit, that demonic spirit also into the church. Where you don't speak to anybody. He says, a door of utterance may be opened to us that we will speak what? The mysteries of Christ. The mysteries. The mysteries. We speak the gospel to somebody. We speak. So we bring it into the church where we talk to nobody. You come to the church, you enjoy the service nicely. You go, you don't tell anybody in your house, in your area that I go to a church, I really enjoy the way they preach the word of God. I enjoy the way the church goes. Never you deaf and dumb, keep quiet. Meanwhile, that speaking is a door to bring you into your blessing. Into your. There's somebody here very soon, you're going to have an opportunity to meet a big man. Better learn how to talk. Better learn how to talk so that that day, because it's, a, it's a, an opportunity of a life, that day when, when you talk, then they will notice you. Ha! She can talk. She can talk. Even to, to, to ask a lady to get married, you must learn how to talk. Your smile, your Brazilian weave, your um, extension, your extended fingernails, your eyelashes, your lipstick, your eyeshadow, your makeup, all those things will just get you a foot into the door. It will make us notice you. But when we notice you and we sit down with you, 
And for one hour, you can't say anything. And, you, and when you say anything at all, you can't say anything meaningful. One day, I tell you this. My time is up. One day, I tell you this story and I close. One day, I met a guy. I mean, he was actually in the church. Now, this guy was a pharmacist. He had just, he was doing his, either his internship or community service. So, I sat with him and he told me, I wanted to go to medical school. But I didn't get to enter medical school. But now that I finished pharmacy, I'm going to re-enter and go to medical school. I said, wow, people can really go to school. That's great. So, I was there when he came later on with a certain girl, a matric dropout, also in the church, beautiful, shiny, everything. Then he said to me, he has seen this girl. He thinks that he's interested. She is the one. I said, wow, that's great. God is a God of miracles. So I said, okay. Because me, as far as I'm concerned, look, any, I, I am not the person who's going to live with the, 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 the what you have brought. <laughs> no, I'm not the one who's going to live with the what you have brought. So, <laughs> But that day, <laughs> that day, I don't know, I couldn't control myself. So I decided to ask a question. Do you want to know the question I asked? So I asked him, I said, the girl is beautiful. We all like her, very nice, singing, everything. Tyler will play the keyboard and then she will sing. Nice, powerful. But I asked him, I said, so when you finish medical school and your colleagues who are doctors, they come to visit. And this your wife, who doesn't want to go to school, She's the first person that I saw on a certificate H as one of the symbols. Those days when they were using the alphabet A, B to to Z, A to Z, she had H, H for hustler. Yeah. (laughs) So I asked the guy, so when your colleagues, your medical fraternity is there and she's, what conversation are you going to have? Because she can only talk about hair, nails, dresses, bags, shoes, eyelashes. After that, she's finished. As soon as the conversation enters into ah, she starts to yawn. <laughs> so I asked the guy, so what, what conversation would you... I hear she can talk about reproductions. <laughs> yeah. So learn to talk. Number three, adore faith. When you read the Bible, Acts chapter 14, 27, the Bible says that when they had come and they had gathered the whole church together, they rehearsed unto them the things the Lord has done unto them and how the Lord had opened a door of faith unto the Gentiles. The door of faith is a door that helps people to believe. From today when you speak, people will believe. Amen. I said from today when you speak, people will believe you. Amen. Some of you have told so many lies that now when you speak, people don't believe. But from today it is changing. Amen. I said from today it is changing. Amen. 
look, one man, he said, my son, there are only two things that he tells me that I believe. When he says, good morning, then I look outside whether it's morning. I say, okay, good morning. Then he says, good night. I look if it's night. Then I believe. That's the only thing I believe. Today, may, from today, may you become believable. May a door of faith be released unto you that you can be. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close. A door of faith, a door of utterance, and a door of service. My main emphasis is on the door of service. I pray that we'll rise up to serve. Even this week is also part of our great visitation week where we are visiting people in the church. We are visiting church members, are visiting church members. Decide to visit somebody in the church to encourage the person that you belong to a good family. It's a, it's a service and it will bring you into your break. To so lift your hands and pray that Lord help me to identify and recognize the door of service that you have opened before me in the name of Jesus. Help us. Help us, oh God. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help everybody under the sound of my voice to supply what they can supply. Be it little, be it great. But as a way of serving you that we can come into your blessing. Your word declares that one day you will come and you will pick your jewels from this earth. And there will be a difference between him that served you and him that served you not. Lord, let us become one of those jewels. Let us serve that will be one of those jewels. We thank you. We bless you. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted. Help us to serve you. Help us to recognize this door of service that is before us. That will walk through it. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You are here. You want to say pastor please pray with me. I know that. I'm a sinner. If I were to die today. I will not go to heaven. If you are here like that, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. God sent his only son to die for you and I to pay for our sins so that we will go to heaven when we die. If you are here like that, you want to go to heaven when you die, every eye closed, every head bowed, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven. when Maybe somebody invited you. Maybe you came by yourself, but lift up your right hand and say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift your hand. Lift it high above your head if you are lifting your hand. Lift it high above your head. Lift it high above your head. If your hand is lifted, please come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. You lifted up your hand. Come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. I just help them to come. Come, come. I'll pray with you. Say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Come to Jesus. You lifted up your hand. Come to me, I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. 
Pray this prayer with me if you are in the front. Look at me, please. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these ones. Bless them, keep them, use them to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands together for them, please. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.